All right, all right. What's up? What's up? All right, we're gonna go ahead and get started here. We're gonna wait, wait a few moments for some folks to get on. What's going on? What's up, Facebook? All right, live, all right. live. We live. I got the man, the myth, the the man that the Lord is using mightily, Mr. R. L. Corbett, guys. R. L. Corbett, guys. Listen, what I want you to do is share, share this ASAP. Listen, I need you to share this because this is a different, uh, this is a different season of clarity episode and it's going to be with my business partner my friend uh, a brother you know this gentleman right here is going to share some incredible nuggets listen share with everybody you know we're right here at the reflection pool at csu and we are sitting here you know in the midst of a conversation and this is going to be a different uh, a different episode this is going to be based upon a conversation are you an adjective can you say or are you a verb are you an adjective or are you a verb listen guys listen get on get on get on listen first of all tell me what city you are from drop your city down below what's going on fred shory what's up what's up kansas is in the house what's going on miss fadden okay i see the humble queen courtney you're here i see you yeah st george is here ah uh, st george miss green okay yeah yeah nigel yeah, nigel yeah myrtle beach georgetown all right tamir Miss Tammy, what's going on? Goose Creek? All right. Yeah. All right. Drop. Oh, Columbia. All right. Listen, That's Colum my mother. Oh, that's your mom? All right. Hey, yeah, what's so going on, mom? So I got my wife, Tamir, here. My yeah. mother here. Awesome. My mother in love here. Word. Goose Creek. Washington, D.C. All right. Wichita, Kansas. All right. Listen, them Chiefs going to do something this year. Them <laughs> Chiefs are going to do something this year. I promise you. Listen, guys, we're going to get started here in just a few moments, but listen, tag everybody you know because you don't want to miss this. Are you an adjective or are you a verb? Are you an adjective or are you a verb? We're going to talk about, all right, North Charleston, North Chucktown, ready to turn up. All right, I see you. I see you. All right, well, listen, we ain't going to hold you up too long, guys. Listen, but we just want to take the time to um, really just have a conversation. Uh, like I told you, I got my brother here, Mr. Rod. Corbett, R.L. Corbett on Facebook, and I need you guys to follow him ASAP. I need you guys to follow. I remember the time that my wife and I, we sat down with this beautiful couple, him and his beautiful wife, and the, the, the ability to communicate and articulate information. Listen, you're going to hear from a gentleman that has truly been touched by God to communicate and inspire many to give glory to God. Before we get into it, family, this is what I need you to do. I need you to get your notepads out. Please get your notepads out because let me tell you something. Knowledge is the seed for change. You hear me? Knowledge is the seed for change. You could be Absolutely. one nugget away from a shift. What do you think, brother? Absolutely. Word. Absolutely. Knowledge is the seed of change. You also need wisdom because knowledge without wisdom mm. is like having a navigation system that has no maps. Wow. You got all the tools you need, but you have no direction. Wow. So as you seek the knowledge, make sure you go to God and get the wisdom. Wow. And even with that knowledge, guys, listen, listen, when the, the information he's going to share about information and goals and going out there and applying it, it's going to be powerful. But listen, tune in right quick. Listen, I need you to write this down. Your goals decide what's important about everything around you. I need you to repeat that. Hold that for me. Your goals 
decide what's important about everything around you. It's very important that you set goals. It's very important that you and I set some type of goals. The scripture says, uh, write the vision, make it plain so that who sees it can run with it. Meaning that there's something that we're supposed to jot down or, or uh, journal for us to go to the next level. I promise you, if you don't see it, you're not going to get to it. I promise you, if you don't see it, you're not going to get to it. So your goals decide what's important about everything around you. Another key nugget, right? Your goals puts a value on every relationship. Did you hear that? Your goals puts a value on every relationship. See, family, once we discover our goals, it brings us to the understanding of how clear and how crisp our relationships need to be. See, our relationships need to tie in to our goals. See, if you don't have a goal, you don't know who belongs in your life. I, I, we always talk about this in the season of clarity, guys. It, it talks about us having the ability to discern the people that, are, that, that needs to be in our life and the people that need to disconnect from our life. It is very important that you and I, right? You and I, you know, get around the right people. But if you don't know what your goals are, if you don't know where you're going to, then you really don't know who belongs in your life. So it's very, you need to definitely understand that. All right, the, the, I'm gonna say an example like this. You never think about a dentist until your teeth hurts, right? Until that tooth hurts. That means that when that tooth begins to hurt, you're going to set a goal for that tooth to get fixed. See, you have to understand once something is in your spirit to do, then you need to evaluate the people that you need to do it with, all right? All right, until you establish your goals, you don't know who belongs in your life. We talked about that, right? I need you to share this. These are key wisdom keys that you need to understand about goals before we shift into our special guests. All right, until you establish your goals, you don't really understand who belongs in your life. All right? Listen, you don't know who belongs in your life until you announce and establish your goal. You really don't know who's for you until you start announcing your goals. I can break that down. The minute you get focused, right? The season of clarity is about adapting focus in the midst of chaos. The minute that we adapt focus, family, it is the minute that all hell is going to break loose. Why? Because I promise you, when you pick up your assignment, trust and believe you're going to pick up an enemy. When you pick up your assignment, you're going to pick up an enemy. Anytime that we ask God for a future, I posted this earlier. Anytime we ask God for a future, God is going to schedule an enemy. Have you ever felt that way before? I need you to drop that. Say yes. Say, say, say yes below. If, whenever you have a, a written down a goal, a dream, it seems like all kind of distractions have came in your direction. Why is that? That is an indication. See, remember, battle is the seed for new territory. That is an indication that the Lord is shifting you and shifting your life. If you're not experiencing a shift in your life, then you need to evaluate your position in life. I will repeat that. If you don't feel a shift in your life, you need to reevaluate uh, you know, your position in life. Meaning that we need to evaluate, are we in the right space with God? Are we in the right purpose? Are we doing purposeful work? If we're doing purposeful work, I promise you family, all hell's gonna break loose. But I need you to understand, nobody in the scriptures, I promise you, no one in the scriptures that you know of, anybody that's great, even outside the scriptures, never went through any type of opposition, right? They always 
had to accomplish or overcome some type of opposition, right? Oh, that's a good one. The moment that you announce your goals, you force every relationship to reveal their level of loyalty. Oh man, my God, listen, I need you to, listen, the moment you and I announce our goals, you force every friendship to reveal the level of loyalty. I remember back in 2009 as we shipped, uh, my wife and I, when we got started, when we thought about, when we dreamed about this, right? Sounds familiar like, like David, right? Like Joseph, right? When we announced our goals, it seems like our circle got smaller. It seems like the people that were around us at that particular time became distant. Why? It reveals the level of friendships that you currently have. It reveals the loyalty that you have. But I need you to understand when Joseph shared his dreams with his father, with his brothers, all hell broke loose and it propelled him to a, into a season. Okay, another one. The moment you announce your goals, you force every enemy to express their level of hatred. All right? You force every enemy to, to uh, express their level of hatred in you. Understand that you will adapt enemies every time you go to another level. When God gives you a vision or a goal, he will assign an enemy to you or he will assign friendship to you. Your next level is tied to someone. I need you to understand that. And this is why I mean my brother's here right now. It took us, man, how long have we been in the ministry together? Man, uh, about, about six years, I think. Six years. About six years. Have we ever really had a real conversation? No, we didn't have our first real conversation until March of this year. <laughs> March of this year, six years. But the Lord knew the time that we both was going to be prepared to serve his people. See, it's very understand. You, you have to understand that your destiny is tied to someone or it's untied to someone. I need you to hashtag that. Your destiny is tied to someone or it's untied to someone. All right. When you ask God for a future, he will always schedule an enemy. I need you to understand these key wisdom goals, guys. It's very vital that we understand these goals. But listen, I'm going to introduce a friend of mine, a brother of mine, a fellow entrepreneur, a gentleman that's launching Launching and I'm not gonna steal his thunder when it when it comes down to the brand CIA Listen when you hear the CIA brand I promise you you want to lock arms with RL Corbett and his wife because I promise you remember I told you Elijah and Elisha right Apostle Paul and Timothy right Jesus and the 12 disciples right It's all your next level is tied to someone family Someone can unlock your destiny it's all God always see, pressed down, shaken together, will men give into your bosom. See, you have to understand that God uses people. He uses people. Say, listen, I'm about to introduce a gentleman of mine, a friend of mine that's going to really share some powerful nuggets. I'm talking about wisdom is off the chain. I, I need you to share this. All the family members that's supporting my brother, Mr. Corbett, right now, I need you to share this on your wall. I need you to tag everybody that you know, all right? He's about to drop some information that's going to bring a shift to your life. All right. So I'm going to introduce the mentor, the inspiration, the, the inspiration, the motivator, Mr. R.L. Corbett. I need you to share a conversation with these people. Good evening. Good evening, good people. We're just going to have a conversation right now. All right. So just sit back, relax, but don't get too comfortable because being your friend, See, a true friend is going to tell you some things that you do not want to hear. Hmm. And right now, we have to get down to that. Yes. You see, I'm glad we're in the vein of goals. 
Because see, what goals, that is really what determines if you are an adjective mm. or are you a verb. Wow. What am I saying? Let's just think about what an adjective is. An adjective is that defining word, that thing that is good at describing. You know, so are you that adjective that's good at describing your goal? Wow. You have a vision for what it is. You can use the descriptive word to where make yourself believe that you're moving. To you make other people believe Ooh. you're moving. Ooh. Because you have to just explain that thing to the T. Wow. But you lack action. Ooh. And because you lack action, you're not a verb. See, a verb Ooh. is a verb that is an action. It means to go. Action. To be. Action. To do. Action. Ooh. To acquire. Action. Are you talking about it or are you being about it? Or are you that adjective that's good at talking about being about it and making everybody believe that you're moving when you're not? Wow. You're stagnant. See, it's funny that we're here at CSU because see, this is where it all began <laughs> for me. And we're standing at the reflection pond. And as I sit here and I have a, a moment of reflection, I had to do a self-evaluation a while ago. And I came to realize that I was an adjective. I was so good at describing my ideas that I actually thought that I was moving in my ideas. Woo. When all actuality, I wasn't. See, I can go back to E.T., the hip-hop preacher, Eric Thomas. It was one thing that he said that, that kind of broke it down for me. He said, are you, grind, are you grinding or are you lying? See, some of y'all were like me. You was lying about your grind. You thought you was out here grinding. Yeah, you was going to class. Yes, you was going to work. <laughs> but you was lying about your grind. How are you lying about yeah. your grind? Because you went to class, but you didn't give it your all. Mm. You went to class some of the time. You went to class, but you didn't do none of your work. You came to school just like I did. But you was more interested in the parties than you were in doing your work. Mm. But everybody thought you was grinding. <laughs> you were lying. <laughs> Whoa. You go to work every day, but you can't get to work on time. Woo. You go to work, but you have to do the work when you get there. Mm. You lying about your grind. Yeah, you got money coming in, but what are you doing with the money? All right, stay right there, brother. Woo. The money's flowing, but what are you doing with it? See, you lying about your grind. You say you got a goal and you're trying to get there, but every time I ask you about that goal, you got an excuse. Mm. See, excuses are tools of the incompetent, used to build monuments of nothingness, and those who use them will seldom amount to anything. Woo! Excuses. Yeah, man, you know I need my degree, man, but I ain't really got the money, man. Yeah, I've been thinking about a business, man, but I don't know how to get started. I ain't really got the money for it, man. Yeah, you say that, but you party in every week. Yeah, you got a job and you making money, but you spend more money on lace fronts when you could have been taking that money buying a book and bettering yourself, adding value to yourself. See, you was an adjective pretending mm. to be, describing yourself to be, but there was no action. What good is having a goal if you don't move? See, a goal wow. without action is not a goal. It's a simple wish. Wow. I wish, <laughs> I wish. So I'm gonna sit back here and, and I'm reflecting and, and 
I don't want to be too hard on you because see, I understand why some of us don't move. It really boils down to one thing, really. It's fear. But it's different types of fear. Fear of the unknown. Some of us are actually afraid to succeed. Wow. Tell us more about that. Tell us more about how could you be afraid to succeed? You're afraid to succeed because, see, it is a principle and is a given fact that who, to whom much is given, much is required. And we don't want to go to a certain level of success because oh. we're afraid to do the things that's going to require us to get there. Oh, my God. Because it, to be honest with you, it's painful. A lot of people don't want to go through that pain, mm. which is another reason why you're an adjective. Wow. And I was that person, you know. I was one of the ones that who were, was afraid, not afraid of success, but I was afraid of being hurt. Mm. I was afraid of disappointment. And it was something that was bedded, embedded deep within me coming from my childhood that I didn't even realize. It wasn't until I found Christ and had to get delivered that I was able to reflect upon that. You know, a lot of that came from my father. You know, now I'm not going to bash him because me and him, we're in a good place now. Good. You know, I've forgiven him. We've moved on. I love him. We talk. And I cannot judge him for the past. You know, because the same measure that you judge a man, that's the same measure that you're going to be judged by. Wow. So I can't judge him from, for his past if I don't want God to judge me for my past. Word. Because I know I was messed up, broken. Word. I know I was messed up. I still have growing to do. I'm yes. still growing. I'm still a student. Yes. I am his disciple. I'm still learning. Yes. But it is what it is. The past is what it, what it was. And dealing with him... I got used to him not being there. Mm. I got used to broken promises. Mm. I got used to disappointment. And unbeknownst to me, not wanting to know what that felt like when I would start a project, mm. when I would start a class, if I got close to failing or I got to a, pl a point where it was uncomfortable, I would quit. Mm. I would avoid the confrontation. Instead of fighting through it and allowing it to grow me, I would avoid that confrontation and I would quit because I didn't want to feel pain. I didn't want to feel disappointment. And instead of asking people for help, I develop a sense of pride to where it's all, I, I, I can do this. I don't need nobody. Why? Because I didn't want to rely on nobody. It's because when I relied on him, Mm. Would never ah. come through. Whoa, that's good. Right so now. I got used to that. But see, something happened. You know, when I got saved and I, and I started getting into the word and I started reading and I started learning and I started letting him pour his spirit on me. And I forgave my father. Doors begin to open. Mm. You see, Mr. Townsend talks about it all the time, the law of honor. So it's very important that we honor our parents. Yes. Even if they're not doing right, you still have to honor them. Think about David. He honored Saul. Saul was trying to kill him. Oh, man, stay right there. Boy. David had the opportunity to, to kill this man. And he said no. Because God said, touch not my anointed. So he honored him anyway. 
And at that point, he was kind of like his father figure. So I had to honor mine. Wow. Another change of point it was my wife. You know, I love her. She, she supports me. She pushes me. And what happened was we were sitting down and we was having a conversation. And I'm telling you, when she said what she said, it kind of jerked me back. But at the same time, it launched me forward. And when it launched me forward, it was like I was in hyperdrive. Everything was just shoo, 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 shoo. You've seen the movie, How the Stars Go By. And what she said was, we was having a conversation and I was doing like I normally do, pouring into myself, trying to do self-development. I was reading these books, coming up with these ideas, and I was telling her, and she said, oh man. She's like, babe, you know, that sounds real good. You got a lot of good ideas. But then she said, but when you gonna do something? Mm. <laughs> she said you have these ideas but when are we going to do something <laughs> and right there I had to pause and I had to think and it got back to the, what we said earlier what good is having a goal if you're not putting it into action mm. what's, what's the point of having your priorities set if you're not following those priorities if you're not doing anything with them that's like having a car with no engine. It looks good, but you ain't going nowhere. Wow. Nowhere. So then I had to do some self-reflection, and, and this is what we all have to do. And this, this part going to sound hard, but understand where you are right now in life is exactly where you're supposed to be. It's exactly what you deserve. Wow. I don't care what it is. It's exactly what you deserve. Why? Because it is the choices that you decided that put you there. Mm. You can't blame your past. You can't even blame your present circumstances. Your past doesn't have the power to hold you in chains. Your present doesn't have the power to hold you in bondage. Oh my God. You see, you were given a gift the moment you was born, and that gift was free will. You have the freedom of choice. It is up to you to choose and decide what you do. You can't be afraid to change. You can't be afraid of change. So I wasn't there. Is that going to make me a bad father? Because he wasn't there? Absolutely not, because I have the choice. So what, I don't have a million dollars today. I might have it tomorrow, but I don't have it today. Is that gonna stop me? That's gonna stop me from pouring into myself? Mm. Wow. You have to be willing to make sacrifices. This brings me back to a story that Miss Candace Bird Davis just gave. Oh yeah. It was awesome. Oh yeah. She was talking about taking the stones and building bridges. Mm. or taking the stones and building a wall. See, a lot of times when you're an adjective, you take those stones and you build a wall because you don't understand what action is instead of taking those excuses and allowing them to propel you forward. Mm. You sit upon them and you build up a wall. But to get into the illustration, one of the illustrations she used, she was talking about the eagle. How an eagle has a lifespan Ooh. of 70 years. Thank you, but you see those first 
40, they're all good. But after that, his beak begins to curl and his talons are not as strong. So he has to elevate mm. to a high peak, to the top of the mountain. And see, right now, a lot of us on this call, we're at that point of elevation. Ooh. That point of elevation is your paradigm shift. Oh my God. Where you begin to change the way you think. Yes. That's a point of elevation. You're going to another level. Because the things that used to hold me don't have the power to hold me no more. Yes, yes. Because I understand that I have the power to emancipate my mind. Mm. I have the power to emancipate myself from mental slavery. Yes. I have the power to be my deliverer. Of course, I can't do it without God. But guess what? God ain't going to move until you <laughs> choose him. <laughs> it's still on you. You want God to move? You got to choose him. Mm. Exactly, humble queen. You learn from it. Don't follow it. Learn from it. So again, I ask you, are you an adjective or are you a verb? Mm. Let's get back to the story. So now this eagle, now that it's at this point of elevation, now it has a decision to make. Because it, its beak no longer works, she, she explained to us that the eagle now has to break off his beak. Mm. Wow. And now it has to break off those talons and allow it to grow. And she said, are you going to accept change oh or are you going to stay in the same state and wither and die? Wow. Ooh. So are you willing to accept change? And, and, and then again, it began, I began to reflect on that. And then I saw something else in that. I began to see the pain. Can you imagine ripping your mouth off your face? Mm. How painful that would be? Could you imagine taking your fingernails and plucking them out one by one? Mm. Could you imagine how much pain that is? See, so after you've elevated in your mindset, now you have to be willing to go through the struggle and go through the pain to get you to your next level. Wow. Breaking off that beak, for me, was symbolic. It was symbolic of those things that we take in that we thought well, our source, our source of substance, those things that were false that we thought were our sense of substance, we got to be willing to break them off. You got to be willing to break away from it. Yes. See, the beak, the mouth, that's your force. Of, that's your sense of substance. That's what you eat. That's what feeds you. Oh, my what God. are you feeding yourself? Oh, my God. You got willing, willing, to be willing to break it. Instead of watching Empire... Why don't you get down in the book and begin building your ah, empire? Stay right there. Break off your beak. Mm. Are you willing to break off your beak or are you going to sit there and wither and die? See, that, that source, it may be your job. That you think is your source. Mm. You might got to break oh. away from it in order to get to the next level. Now, I'm going to put it here. I'm not telling you to go quit your job. Understand, I do not have the power nor the authority to tell you to quit your job. Only God has that authority to tell you to do so. Oh, and hallelujah. only you have the power to follow his instruction and do so. So no, I'm not telling you to quit your job. 
I don't have the power or authority to do that. But what I am telling you is maybe you need to stop looking at that job as your source uh, and understand that God is your source and that job is just the resource that he has given you. Oh my God. So maybe you should start using that job as your resource instead of your substance. Whew. What am I saying? I'm saying you might have to go nappy head and you can't get that lace front. Mm. You should take that money from that resource and use it to develop yourself to get yourself out of that situation. Take that money and go and take a class to get that degree. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> what am I saying? Stop looking at that job as your source and stop taking the money and doing what you want to do it and use it as your resource. In other words, get out of the Jordan line. Oh my God. <laughs> stop complaining to me about what you don't got. Stop claiming you a boss and you ain't even start a business yet. Oh my Lord. <laughs> that same money you use in that Jordan line, you can you can start a business with it. You mean three hundred? Yeah, I know a good one. You can start for three hundred dollars. Believe me. <laughs> but uh, make the sacrifice. Break off your beat. Yeah, it may be painful. You may have to go out without some luxuries here and there. Mm. But it's temporary pain for long term gain. Mm. What are you gonna do? break off your beat mm, back to the devil. story Woo. the next thing she said the eagle has to break off his talents now when you think about the talents those are those sharp claws that the eagle then reach down and begins to grab his prey mm. if those talents are not strong he cannot hold on but you have to be Woo. willing to break off those talents in other words what are you holding on to that you need to let go? My God. It could be some of these relationships. See? You're holding on to some bad relationships, some bad connections. And it's, you think these people are for you, and it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt to break it. It's uh. going to hurt. You may have to get out that bad relationship. You may have to leave those friends. And what really hurts, sometimes you got to turn away from family. Whew. Because sometimes family will be the ones to discourage you the most. My Lord. <laughs> so what are you holding on to? You can't grab onto the good God has for you if you're holding on to the bad. Break the talent. Mm. Hashtag that, boy. You want to be an eagle to soar. See, your first 40 years, was they were all right, they were good. But if you want to go and reach your full potential, your highest level, first you have to elevate to the highest peak, change your mindset. Then you got to be willing to break off your beat, break the talents. What will it be? Are you an adjective? Or are you a bird? Adjective describe, birds do. Quit talking about it. Move. Take action. Because see, it was one thing that I, I come to realize. Were you an adjective? Adjectives never reach the noun. They only see the pronouns. Oh. Ooh. What am I saying? Break that down here, brother. Break that down for you. When you're an adjective and you're not taking action, you never reach the noun. What's the noun? You never Please. become the person Ooh. 
you desire to be or who you should be or who you were called My to be. God. You never reached the place that you were supposed to be or you desire to go. You never acquired the things that were for oh you that God. you were supposed to have. All you ever see are the pronouns. What are the pronouns? You watch how he does it. You watch how Ooh. she does it. You watch how they got it. You watch how he's going. You watch where she's going. You watch them obtain the things that you think that you should have. Oof. And there's no need to get mad because they took action. Oh when my you God. You failed to move. So why get mad? <laughs> like I told you earlier, you have to realize that you are where you are because you made that choice. Yes. You're where you're supposed to be because you made that choice. You can't get mad. And there's no need to get into jealousy. Why? I learned a long time ago, I don't have to compete with anybody. Mm. The only person I compete with is the man that looks me in the mirror. Yes. You know why? I make it my goal not to let the man I was yesterday mm. be better than the man I am today. Because when you turn this way, <laughs> Hallelujah. and the person, if the person who you used to be is better than the person you are, oh man, you're in the world of hurt. Because at that point, you're no longer in a stage of progression. You are in a stage of regression. Oh. You're starting to be who you used to be instead of who you are. You're supposed to forget the things that were behind you, and you're supposed to press toward the mark. Yes. See, that all began to change for me when I started looking at these scriptures. They began to have new meaning when I made a move, when I learned to act. They started having new meaning. That's why you see me put on Facebook how I say, lose? <laughs> I, I, I can't lose. You see, I either win or I learn. Oh Losing my God. ain't even an option. How can I say that? Mm. Romans 8, 28. It says, all things work together. Every last thing. Mm. All means all. All things work together for the good of those who love God and call according to his purpose. I stated before, you are here on purpose. You were created on purpose, for a purpose, with purpose. Mm. And if you believe that scripture, either you believe it or you don't. If you believe that scripture and you're walking in that scripture, then you can say, I can't lose. Mm. Because everything you're going through is preparing you for that purpose in which he has purpose in you. Mm. Everything, the good times, the bad times, you would count it all joy. Because like Miss Candace Bird said, you're creating a bridge with those stones. Mm. All means all, people. You can't lose. You either win or you learn from those mistakes. You learn from those setbacks. You build upon, you build a bridge with it. Yes. Don't be stagnant. You gotta move. You gotta move. You have got to move. I'm gonna end with this as I close up. Whenever 
I'm on a call with one of my business partners and we're launching them forth. I always say two things. One of those things are, one of those things is, is excuse me, is that I can't promise you. You've heard all these stories. You see how people progress. You see how me and Mr. Townsend may progress. And I can't guarantee that you will have the same success that we have because you have your own path. But what I can guarantee you is that whatever you put in, mm, ah. whatever effort you put in, that's a law. you're going to get that back. That's Not a law. only are you going to get that back, you're going to get that back with interest. Oh my God. So you have the ability to be where we are. You have the ability to go way beyond where yes. we are. Yes. Or you have the ability to stay where you are right now. What are you going to put in? Are you going to put in the time? Are you going to put in the effort? Are you going to do the work? Whatever you put in, you're going to get that back and you're going to get that back with interest. The second thing I always tell them is, we can tell you all these stories, hype you up, motivate you, but that motivation only lasts for a while. Mm. You gotta understand, you won't succeed until your why becomes greater than your why not. Mm. You have to want it. Like, again, I have to reference, a reference Eric Thomas. You have to want success more than you want to breathe. Mm. Your why got to become greater than your why not. Your every excuse of why you can't do it need to become the reason why you can. Oh, man, I ain't got enough time for that. Well, because you don't have enough time, <laughs> that's why you need to do it. Man, I ain't got no money. Because you don't have any money is why you need to do it. <laughs> See, oh, that's a shift. It was another scripture that really, 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 really stands out to me. He says, seek you first the kingdom of, the God, of God and his righteousness, yes, and all these things will be added to you. And I had to think about that for me, and, and, I, and I understand it from the, from the spiritual side, but then he began to also show it to me in the natural side. Mm. Because then the next thing I, I wanted to know was, what is the kingdom? Mm. Oh, oh, that's 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 the key. And then, the, and then spiritually, but naturally, he began to show me through his word that the kingdom is not in word, but is in it's in power. Hmm. Hmm. So if it's not in word, but it's in power, meaning it ain't about what you're saying, hmm. it's what you're doing. Oh. Wow. Well, God, well, God, where is this kingdom? Then he let me know that the kingdom was inside of you. Mm. So if I'm seeking the kingdom, I am oh, seeking that which he has placed in me, my purpose. My and God. as I seek my purpose and begin to walk in the power of my purpose. Oh, my God. Hashtag that, that. is when I succeed. That is when all these things are added to me. But I must also seek his righteousness, yes. which means his right standing, which means his direction, which means I cannot lean to my own understanding. Uh. I have to wait on him. Mm. See, that's where it is. It's inside you. 
it's already been placed inside you. And when you seek that which he's put inside you, then you succeed. I kind of went on a bunny trail there, but <laughs> the thing that I actually tell them is I can tell you all these stories and I can give you the pen, put the pen in your hand. I can give you the book and open the pages, but only you can write your story. Oh my God. <laughs> so what will it be? What story are you writing? That's all I have. Mm. Wow. Did y'all hit, listen, there's so many hashtags that was in that, listen, hashtag break the beat. <laughs> break the beat, all right? Break the talent, break the beat. Listen, I need you guys to do me a favor. Are you an adjective or are you a verb? Put it down below. I want to see it. I want to see, are you an adjective or are you a verb? As we close this. And it's okay. Be honest. Please be honest. And there's nothing wrong with being an adjective. Because with, when you're an adjective, at least you have vision and you can describe and you can see. But you also have the choice to become a verb, to take that adjective and yes. put it into action. Yes. So please, just be honest with yourself. Just be honest with yourself. Are you an adjective or are you a verb? Miss mm. Corbett says she's a verb. Absolutely. She says she's a verb. <laughs> Who else is a verb? Verb. Okay. Break the beat. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Break the. Okay. Verb. 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 All right. Humble. All right. Hassan. Yeah. Verb. verb. All right. And and again, like Mr. Mr. Corbett says, listen. If you desire to be a verb, you know, speak that you are a verb. But just understand that some of us we need help. You know, we need help. This is why I wanted to bring my brother here. Because my brother, I need you to go on his Facebook page, right? R.L. Corbett, right? Yes, R.L. Corbett. R.L.C.O.R.B.E.T.T. Listen, his brand, CIA, I want you to describe that to the people and uh, so that they can really kind of look out for some dynamic inspiration. Kind of share that as we close in the next two minutes. Okay. Well, what CIA basically is, it just stands for Cultivating and Inspiring Achievement. How that came about was God gave me a vision about speaking to the total man and it came from third john and and what he what he says was it is my wish that you prosper and you be in good health even as your soul prospers mm. so to me that spoke that i need to be concerned with not only helping people with their wealth but also helping them obtain their health and also helping them spiritually you have to be able to pour into the mind, the body, and the soul. You're not complete until we're fire, firing on all three cylinders. Mm. So that's what it's about. CIA, I'm here to cultivate and inspire achievement. Mm. Wow. So listen, guys, that's the end of the season of Clarity, episode three. Guys, we got one more episode. Listen, the Lord only gave me four episodes. Four episodes. Listen, I need you to make sure you go follow R.L. Corbett as the Lord continues to use him. But listen, look at this view. Look at this view, man. This is what they call the reflection pond. Right? Moment of reflection. Yes. Look at that. Look at that. Oh, man. But listen, be blessed. Listen. Be blessed, beautiful people. And remember, never let nobody's opinions dictate your actions. We Absolutely. out. Absolutely.